I noticed there was a dude in there laughing with those ladies, man. <laughs> hey, this ain't no party. This is not a party. This is Labels and Logos, though. And we are your host. I'm Juan. Introduce yourself, my guys. I'm Julian. I'm Jake. Mm-hmm. Big Jaco to all everybody. Oh my else. bad. <clears throat> Big Jaco. Gotta gotta check my ID before I come on next time. Yeah. Come correct. Yeah, no. don't don't mess up, bro. And this is the part where I read and mess up. So here we go. We ready. What up though? I can skip the part where it says this is labels and logos. I can skip the part where it says our names, other than Jaco's. This on this podcast, we talk about everything in the culture and everything around it. For old episodes, make sure you check in on an NRM Streamcast app, or just check in on on the Apple phone on the what's what's the the, the Apple podcast. Apple Pod podcast. Pod app yeah oh, Apple we Music. No, we got to check on that Apple Podcast thing. There we go, bro. So I would like to say that we broke the news, even though we didn't break the news, and we kind of got a second and third hand. But I'm gonna say we broke the news that the uh, about the Bessie Ross Independence Day shoe. Which represented the first flag um, sewn by her. Did you hear my? Yeah, that's a lot. That. That's weird, bro. Look at that. But uh, anyway, yeah, I need, to, work, dog. I need to trim these whiskers, bro. Angel, You're record this one. one that's not like a. That's like a Pepsi. Like you thirsty? Yeah, that's gonna be your sound. That's gonna be your sound every time you have a topic now. Like hmm. <laughs> That's so nasty, man. <laughs> but anyways, um, so Bessie Ross, who sold the first um, flag, and it represented the the thirteen colonies turned states, and uh, now a week later, after talking about this shoe, which we kind of got into it, we really didn't, but um, a week later. Um, Colin Kaepernick with a couple other people, which people will try and throw Colin Kaepernick's name under the bus. But there was other people involved as well have gotten the shoe pulled. And since then, there's a lot of things happening, which Julian mentioned one thing. What was the thing with Arizona? Oh, uh, there was supposed to be a Nike plant that was going to open in Arizona. And now that Nike's pulling the shoe, the governor of Arizona decided, you know, we're not going to publicly fund anything about this. So basically, Arizona won't be getting a Nike plant. And Arizona was one of the 13 stars on the, on the original flag, right? No. Yeah, I know. They were still Mexico, right? Eh. And on top of that, Arizona's never been known for any type of racist stuff, right? Never. Awkward silence. So, when did they become the place for the people? Are they tripping on the on the flag? Are they tripping on Bessie Ross, which would rock with me? You well, know, no. but the only black person I've ever seen them take in was DMX. I think um, I think the issue he had was, and it's it's an issue that I don't want to say it's an issue that I have, but it's an issue that comes up in situations like this. You've got basically Nike who is trying to push this narrative uh, of a prominent figure, but then. If you take it away, now you look unpatriotic. Mm. So that was his issue. You know, we're we're kind of ignoring America's history, so I kind of don't want anything to do with you. But at the same time, it's like this history wasn't very good to us. No. So you know, it's kind of to me, you're kind of in a bad spot if you're Nike, for multiple reasons. One, in trying to do a shoe like this, you're going to come into issues like this. Yeah. It's going to be very hard for you to to really go back and dig into any of America's history. Because most of it isn't good. But then on the flip side, now you pull the shoe. Well, now you've got all the people that love the American flag saying, hey, we wanted this. You know, I love my country. I love, you know, I don't want to say I love the history. But, you know, I, I love the historical things that are going on in this country, blah, blah, blah. I want the shoe so I can wear it. What about me? So it's kind of this game of, you know, give and take and a lot of pulling going on. 
And to me, if you're Nike, you really probably shouldn't get involved because in the end, you're the one that loses. You're the one. You're the only person that's gonna look bad. From the beginning, I thought it was an L. Yeah, we all thought it was kind of weird. What didn't you, about to you say? didn't you say didn't you guys say last week they should have done it normal, no Betsy Ross involved because there was no involvement of her on the shoe that they made evident. That's basically how I felt. How I feel, and, and that's what and I was thinking is because the the pack of three Independence Air Maxes a few years ago, they kind of got those out without any like issues. Yeah, but they're just trying to they're just trying to exactly, but they're trying to feed off something they they you can't really make money off of. I felt I feel like they missed the mark. If, if I guess I could hypothetically speak, I think that what they were trying to do is rally America and rally the African Americans and go, "Hey, the flag the first flag was made by an African American woman and therefore we're going to glorify not only America, but we're going to glorify the African Americans." But there was no glory in the shoe. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was it was just a weird thing to try to do. It was it was one of those it, things where shoe with the whole flag. They somebody, just tried to make it a selling point. Yeah. By making the name like that, but it's not because there's no involvement with her on the shoe. And then while we were while we were getting ready for the podcast, a, a good discussion came up about the the rising sun. And the one thing that um, I brought up was the fact that even with the rising sun, with the flag. Um, the part of the reason why that, that the shoe came came out, but the the insoles didn't, was because one, it was disrespectful to step on the flag. And what was the other thing, Julian? Well, that that version of the flag represents an, an era that a lot of people don't um, they don't want to talk about and they don't want to glorify. Yeah. It was you know it was, it was kind of like the war flag, and a lot of people don't don't want to glorify that. Yeah. So the one thing I was thinking was like, what would have been cool? And then, as soon as I would have thought it would have been cool, it would have been disrespectful. Like, what if Betsy Ross would have been on the insole, and like the part of the insole would have been black, and she would have been sewing, and it would look like she's sewing the flag, and it would have been going on the insole. But you putting her on the inside of the shoe and not on the outside of the shoe. And with that, is it would it be disrespectful to be stepping on Betsy Ross? And to me, the answer would be yes. I mean, to me, I think the whole the whole <laughs> story is bad, man. And truthfully, I think the worst part of it is the fact that. They allow Colin Kaepernick's name to be mentioned in the story. It makes yeah. Nike, it makes Nike look really weak, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, it makes it it makes it seem like he just came in and was like, "Hey, yeah, y'all know that's not black," and he walked out. Or it makes him look it's dumb making and him, weak. Or it's making him look like he's starting to be the escape the scapegoat every time Nike does something that isn't look pro black to the to the community. Because to a certain extent, he can look like a scapegoat, bro. But at the same time, he wasn't in the room when they designed this shoe. He wasn't in the factories overseas, not in America, when the shoe was being made. And the tariffs hitting it as it came over here. The jacket up to a wonderful price to sell to the people. Right. He wasn't there for any of that. And you know what I'm saying? The one thing that does happen is every time somebody speaks up and they say something good, they get bad flack from it. And it makes no sense that every time somebody wants to say something good, you get bad flack. So what's supposed to be good in the world? Who are the people that's supposed to keep speaking up for us? And will they keep speaking up for us in general if we always tear them down? This is why we don't have any strong names like that backing us other than people that are in the forefront. We got our people in the background, but for the most part, they stay in the background because the first time they feel like they need to say something to address it, which we just addressed it last week, that the shoe was a stupid shoe, 
he gets tore down for it or he's the scapegoat. And yeah, he looks weak, but at the same time, like, you know, everybody said that about a lot of people in the past, even though they were at their strongest and they died for us. You right. know what I'm saying? So the the one thing I just <clears throat> I just don't get is like certain companies, they can they can get Virgil and they can get all these these certain people that are black designers to just design for their brand in general. When are they gonna get black designers to design certain things like Black History Month? Hell, the Bessie Ross shoe probably would have been dope if it would have been like a female designer for the first time designing that shoe. You right. know what I'm saying? That could have been something like... Because then they like, would have put a real twist on it. It would have been a twist. I mean, but then again, it goes back to this. What is Bessie Ross known for? It's this flag. You can't... There's no way to... to you And if you do this shoe, you almost have to feature the flag if you're going to do the shoe. Yeah, you do. But the flag <laughs> represents an era where slavery was prominent. Yeah. So what do you do? You, yep. you, the can't, fireworks, you can't do this. The fireworks went off on 1776. They thought it was a break. They said, nope, and they had to go back to work. That's just what it was. So... Yeah, and the one thing, man, like I'm I'm no historian, bro, but I'm pretty sure Bessie Ross could have, she would have told them where to shove the flag. Who knows? She and, might not have had a choice. And something else that kind of came up during this is depending on who you ask, that may or may not be the real story of the flag. There's mm. a lot of people that don't believe she's the one that did it. Mm. So that's another discussion that came up when this shoe was, you know, supposedly gonna release. Man. You know, it's to me it was it was a situation where Someone thought they had a really good idea, and the room ran with it. And then it got to a point where it's just like, you know what, we we messed up. Bro, they might as well just threw uh, Abraham Lincoln or or what you call it on that boy. Real spit, bro. Yeah. When you think about it, they probably should have just stuck to one of the the founding fathers. Yeah. Have um um one dollar bill George Washington selling across the insole. I don't care about stepping on him, but instead. We're at this, bro. And now Colin Kaepernick, to me, may look weak, may be a scapegoat, but I'm happy because, man, the thoughts that I the thoughts that I had, which ain't gonna get out there on a big forum, he was able to say it. And no matter how you look at it, man, that shoe wasn't right for the dropping. It wasn't. But to change the tone, because my main man went to Kentucky slash Cincinnati, Jake, tell us what you did, man. The thrifter um, went out to Kentucky for a quick day trip, get some vintage for the store. Went some? to uh, how do you want to call it? It's a couple garbage bags full. It was about four full. <laughs> it went from a couple to four. Yeah, some. The car was packed out. Hey, it depends what your the definition of a couple is. A couple is two. Yeah, <laughs> he got a few. I got a couple, couple. Ooh, a couple, couple. Okay, yep. Jacob. But we got uh anything from. 70s band tees to 90s random event merch, random movie tees, Legoland tees, a late show with David Letterman, single stitch t-shirt from like late 80s, early 90s, all that stuff. Mm. So I'm, I've been intrigued with Thrill for a long time, but more so just because I grew up broke, yo. When I really think about it, my my family sheltered me to really think I lived a, a charmed life. I lived a broke, charmed life. So there's a lot of things that um, 
you came up thinking they were delicacies and yeah, really it was just like yeah. uh, like yo nobody man, cheese, else is doing cheese this cheese and crackers is only a delicacy <laughs> if you drive more than 20 miles from your house my right. G you know what I'm saying Juan pulls out rich cheese and crackers like yo we got hors d'oeuvres yo they it's call gov- it's rich. government cheese too they call rich that's gotta be like some other language for rich right you know it's got the R and the I yeah bro but um matter of fact I'll tell you one of the things that I used to eat um we used to take the the toast and put the cheese on it and mm-hmm. cinnamon and sugar and mm-hmm. throw that in the oven. Yep. That was breakfast. I used to I used to do toast with the cheese, but it would be grape jelly on there too. Yeah. I'll do was, it with I'll that t- I do that with like cinnamon. Yo. But you know what I'm saying? Um I I like even with this jersey, like I remember I remember uh the warm-up shirts and stuff like that. I used to watch Grandmama, Larry Johnson for people that aren't aware of that man. One of the great players who Zion might be, because a lot of people don't compare him to Larry Johnson. They compare him to Barkley. But anyways, we are getting sports. That's a disrespect. Okay. Yeah, but um, but I, you know, I love, I love thrift. I love the nostalgia. I love being able to find it and be able to wear something that I couldn't afford when I was a kid. But Jake has taken like the intrigue of thrift to a different level, bro. I feel like thrift is one of the last pieces of the streetwear market where you can dictate the price based off nostalgia and based off hype without being able to like kind of lower the price because it might only be one of it right. exactly but that's facts like all the detroit tees that we're selling like 50 to 60 bucks because they're one-off designs you can't find anywhere original from like the 80s 90s like you bring those to atlanta kentucky those probably worth 10 bucks there at yeah. most yeah. So it's like different cities definitely dictate it. L.A. especially if you bring out a bunch of concert tees, rap tees out there, whatever you want to sell them at, you can fill the whole store with those. Ignore all the twenty dollar tees, and you'll sell two hundred dollar tees all day, every day. Yeah. Versus like for us, we sell a mix of everything, anywhere from five dollars to five hundred. Yeah, we get you ready for your eighties, nineties, and now two thousand parties. That's mm. a hurt, bro. That's yeah. even a hurt for Julia. Yeah. That's even a hurt for Julian. There's 2000s parties now? Yeah, dude. Who came up with that shit? Uh, I mean, it's been 20 years almost. I mean, after this, it's 20 years. So why wouldn't it, why wouldn't there be like a two G party? Uh, no, nah, that shit was party? like two years ago. Right, that was. That <laughs> it was feels like dog. it. It feels like it. Jake was just thirteen with the same voice. Got him. Jake was. <laughs> <a lot of guys>. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the pockets man, were lighter though. Like I just I just love now that you know like there's there's stories behind the stuff. It seems like there's. There is more tradition and customs being being put in the thrift than there is like just from streetwear. Streetwear just seems like, you know what I'm saying, you get fresh, which everybody loves the drip, but it really ain't nothing past it except for like a couple face tees. And, it's all brand names you know. for streetwear. I mean, it's, it's yeah. evolved, bro. It's it, In most cases, like in the case we're talking about, like what Jake just did, he's not he's not thrifting. Like he's shopping for vintage. You yeah. know, it's, it's totally evolved into a new thing. Yeah, he's shopping um, for vintage, bro. Because technically and, the dude I shopped with is the one that thrifted everything. Right. Yeah. So he thrifted it. He's recently. He, he just curated, you know what I'm saying, a space with things yeah. and allowed Jake to come and, and touching and regions, man. Cause now, uh, between the both of us, we've been on Austin. You had um Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. Now you got Cincinnati slash Kentucky. So should I hit New York in between Fort Lauderdale? Oh yeah, you did hit New York. Austin and you hit Chicago. Too. Yep. So this one young man 
because I'm I'm almost an old man. Yo, this one call, call me Mr. Worldwide now. Yeah, I'm gonna call you Mr. Worldwide Jaco. So Mr. Worldwide Jaco, who for Went real to man, four states, like when you, when you really think about it, he's actually going out and he's bringing all these rare artifacts, so to speak, to this city, and these people are able to come in and and buy this dope stuff. But some people do get to pick up that shirt and just be like, oh. Yeah, God, I remember this. I was all you there. need is that one person. Yeah, there's a and 1984 that's, that's the Smith family reunion Detroit tea at the Renaissance Center in there. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but someone's gonna walk in like, yo, it's my family. <laughs> I'm just gonna print off some of my old family uh, joints and right. just drop them off. I'm not even gonna sell them. I'm just gonna drop them in certain thrifts and <laughs> later on, be like cousin Pete, like what <laughs> up, man? But nah, man, I, I I think I think vintage is dope, man. I will I will definitely give Jake all the credit for the vintage store because I I used to I was a stickler with vintage. I was like, man, I don't know. I love to wear it, but you know, it was crazy. He was really ahead of his time, bro. I remember Juan told me once <laughs> I had a distressed shirt on. He was just like. I'm going to leave that to you, bro. I can't wear no shirt with no holes in it. Nah. <laughs> I can't wear no shirt with no holes and in I it. And I still stick to it, bro. I still stick to it, man. Nah, so, Juan's a jersey god, though. Yo, I got yeah. a lot of jerseys, I man. didn't bring back. That's actually the one thing I didn't get. I might have gotten a few jerseys, but he didn't have, like, crazy champion jerseys, nothing you probably, like that. Next time That's I, what's tough to find, though. Next time dog, I have to roll it up. Dog brought back a jacket with Carlton Banks' face on it. Yo, yeah. Carlton Banks all the way around it. There's nowhere on that jacket that isn't part of the graphic. <laughs> Come on now, dog. Julian, what you want to pay? Now, what you want to pay? Julian want it, though. Hey, hey, if Julia it's my size, it, if it's my size, I think it is. That's the fuck. Damn, part. that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna check right when I get home now. <laughs> that's crazy, man. Let's get into some sports, man. Hello, sports fans. Hello, Ron Burgundy. He's speaking to me and Juan right now. Yeah, yeah. This is where Jake takes his time out, you know, we to we rest. Yeah, Jamo texting me anyway. Yeah, Jamo's texting him. Um, so, bro, mm -hmm. in the first night, yep, really not even a night. Just no, six hours. First couple hours. First few hours. Three billion dollars. Mm. New money. A lot of bags. A new money. A this ain't old bags. money. This is no, new. This, this is, is a new three bill. These new hundreds. New hundreds. Blue strips. Went to oh, all, all these cheese. new NBA players, bro. Yep. And it was the wild, wild west, my guy. It was yeah. wild, dog. Did you expect basically everybody but Kawhi Leonard to be gone, bro, in six hours? Honestly, yeah, I did. Um, and I only say that just because realizing how free agency has gone the last few years, but just by the, sh the sheer amount of players that were free agents, 40% of the league was a free agent. Yeah, bro. Because people, people was like just trying to move. It's like, yo, let's let's build this thing out and let's get moving. So, you know, there were only a few players, you know, a few teams in play for Kawhi. All those teams are still waiting, pretty much. They waiting, but they ain't even got a trip on it. I think the only team that really has a trip on it would be not even the Lakers. They've been selling, they've been signing like a lot of minimum players. Like they just signed Troy Daniels. Yeah. Which if you you know what I'm saying if you know him from any of the video games, he doesn't have a face, just a jersey. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna read off. I'm gonna read off. Line. This is just from uh, Sunday night, and it was a couple others added. Like Jimmy Butler's deal was going yeah. through. Or whatever at the time. Um, so you had Damian Lillard. He signed an, uh, an extension for six years, two hundred and fifty-eight million. Chris Middleton, five years, one hundred and seventy-eight million. Brooke Lopez, who will be playing with his brother in Milwaukee, um, he got fifty-two million. You had George Hill, Kimball Walker, spot, uh, swap spots with um, Teddy Rozier. Where is uh, George Hill going? 
George Hill. George Hill's in the Bucks. Okay. Kemba, um, Patrick yes. Beverly resigned. Valachunas, uh, I do, but was he? He, he got was, traded. To yeah, the yeah, Grizzlies. to the Grizzlies. Yeah. And then he just resigned with the Grizzlies. Yep. He went there. Andre Iguodala got traded for snitching, which we really got to talk about that, bro. But Andre Iguodala got traded for snitching. He's actually going to get bought out, and he's probably, probably going to sign with the Lakers. Um, Jimmy Butler um, signed an extension, then was traded for 142 million. Mo Harkless. Got Hark- traded. Yeah, he's he was part of the deal. Yeah, he was part of the deal. So he is he going the to the Clippers, and they get more defensive power yeah. along with Patrick Beverly, um, Teddy Rozier, who I already mentioned, uh, Bojan Bogdanovich. He's one of the only people whose names I can say. He went to the Jazz. Kawhi? Question mark. Harrison Barnes stayed with the Kings. You had uh, Trevor Ariza. He went to the Kings. You had Julius Randle going to the Knicks and Bobby Portis going to the Knicks and Taj Gibson going to the Knicks. We'll go over that. But um, <clears throat> Al Farik Aminu, another name that I, I usually like to say, he went to the Orlando. Magic, yep. which was crazy. I always think that if he actually works out, he actually got some conditioning up. Yeah. And he actually thought about having a consistent jump shot that he would be a decent player. It's too late for him. Yeah. But it's too late. Um, Terrence Ross actually stayed with the Magic. Christoph Porzingis signed an extension for $158 million. Durant and Kyrie booked, which, of course, we have to talk about them as well. Um Jeremy Lamb signed with the Pacers. I still believe in you, bro. I always follow my Tar Heels and I always follow my Yukon Cats. And I ain't gonna lie to you. People like Harrison Barnes and Jeremy Lamb have let me down, but I still believe in you guys. I still believe in you guys, but you did let me down. Uh, who we got? DeAndre Jordan, who I did not know that was Kevin Durant's best friend. They took a pay cut. Well, I was about to say something really bad. <laughs> Go ahead. What you about to say? No, nah, it's really bad. I'm not going to say it. I'll tell you, I'll tell you when we're done. Is it bad, bad? Like, it probably shouldn't be said in the mic? Yep. That's what I just said. Damn it. I wish Don't you would just... It, I wish you would have said it. <laughs> I wish you would have said it. <laughs> um, but yeah, DeAndre Jordan, which Kyrie and Durant both took pay cuts, and a lot of people have said they were money hungry in our group chat, whatever. But um, they actually took pay cuts to give DeAndre ten year, $10 a year. Huh. $10 a year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, $10 million a year. My bad. You know, that's hood talk. Uh, right. Because um, we're we talking millions. Brogdon left and went to the Pacers, which I think the Pacers are going to be probably a two or three seed, but we'll probably argue about that because they Whoa. were, well, they were a top four seed before what you call it got hurt. Right, uh, people keep forgetting about Lenebo. Um, Tobias Harris, I won't say it. <laughs> and Al Horford, I won't say it. Because Mobez does not like it. No, um, we, we can talk about that later too. Um, Rudy Gay, he went. He stayed with the Spurs. Rubio went to the Suns, which um, I think that might be a good thing for I him to facilitate be, the ball. Okay. Well, yeah, not if his knees don't hold up. Um, Still don't play no defense. I don't like D'Angelo Russell going to the Warriors. They're not going to keep him. I don't think so neither. I think they'll probably take uh, take three for one. And uh, Clay Thompson signed his extension. So, what do we take from this, bro? Other than where you want to start, man. Oh man, let's just start with the obvious: Durant and, and Kyrie, and um, DeAndre by default. Yeah, I, I think I think most people thought that's where they were gonna go because uh, you know I'll say Kyrie. Everybody was saying that's where he was gonna go. 
and Durant, you know, he was kind of that was the only kind of a question mark. It was between New York and Brooklyn, but you figured which way a, New York, which a lot of people didn't didn't put into um, thought. But Kyrie is originally from Jersey, right? And of course, the Nets are from Jersey, and he grew up watching them. Um, they were they were in the finals a few times. You've seen that. You know, so I guess the way he looked at it, where people thought he was trolling uh, LeBron, namely me, because I always think he's trolling LeBron when he was singing the coming home joint. He was really singing that because he was coming home to his home team, which is now in Brooklyn. I actually thought it would be um, Brooklyn for Durant only because I just didn't see him staying in California, period. Well, he was, like, setting up in New York, so I knew it was going to be one of the two teams. And to me, it it really fell on which team could get another player, and it happened to be Brooklyn. Yeah, I think Kyrie was just set on where he was going to go regardless. We didn't even look past it. We ain't see the smoke and mirrors, which they tried to say the Lakers. That was the smoke and the mirrors. But um, Durant and him have a lot of respect for each other. It's just the one thing that, that I really look at is you sign these players to these big contracts as your younger players start to get better which we've seen it's really hard to keep a hold of them yeah. and not go over the salary cap only thing I'll say is they both have really funny attitudes they do <laughs> like they I think do. it's gonna be funny to watch they do and and it's, it's crazy but you rarely see like two introverts get on the same team with each other. Right. If any, if it would have been anybody, I would have thought that would have teamed up and they would have meshed well with the same type of personalities. It would have been Kobe and Ronda. Well, okay. would have. Well, I think, I think you, there would have actually been a physical altercation if they got together. But well, okay. a lot of people don't notice they're actually like really tight. I they, still think there would have been a physical they, altercation. I mean, I think there's, you know, there could be a physical altercation, period, bro, when you got passion involved and you got something that you you actually love. That's just what happens, man. I mean, shit, look at our, look at all our friendships, bro. I just hate Ray John Rondo. Yeah, of course. Well, I'm not, I mean, I'm not telling you to put your feelings into this. I'm just saying, like, as you far as... You just agreed, as, so you hate him, too. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. I never liked, <laughs> I didn't like Rondo when he was in Boston. I liked Rondo when he went to Sacramento and he kind of started showing... I forgot that happened. Yeah, but he did play good for them. And I, um, where else was that, bro? And even with the, with the Lakers, where I just felt like they could have utilized him more. They could have used, uh, yeah, I did that. Um... <clears throat> I just felt like they could have utilized them more, man. But uh, do you see a championship maybe possibly happening between this group of people? In Brooklyn? I don't know. I, I'd have to see what Durant plays like when he comes back. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think they'll have a really good team, you know, when everybody's healthy. Um, it's, they'll, be, they'll have a deep team, too. You know, if, especially if they can keep Karis LeVert, because I think he's a free agent next season. So when, when Durant comes back, if they can retain most of their players, I think they'll be in play. And, you know, if DeAndre Jordan gets an arm transplant and starts making free throws, that'll be a move. No, he's been making free throws, dog. He just talks to himself at the line. He's been good. Oh, okay. Um, it was pretty good this year. Let's talk about the D'Angelo Russell trade. Honestly, I think that's whack. Um... I think that was whack. It didn't make any sense. It, yeah, well, it made know, sense from the standpoint of Golden the new State. Arena? Well, no, Golden State didn't lose Kevin Durant for nothing. We losing you, Jake? You there? Yeah, I'm true. All right, just making sure we got it. You got, we got. We, he's, we he's, peg, he's pegging the uh, the the map behind him. You know, keeping track yeah. of where everybody's going. Yeah, you know, he's, he's like, hey, like, yep, I got it. Yeah. I'm taking notes. Yeah, you know. I'm gonna have a full report by the end of the he's, night. He's gonna he's gonna pick one of these teams <laughs> to be a fan of. Ask me to send it. 
Yeah, but um, I guess we keep, we kind of forget they're about to open a new arena. And part of that new arena, they were banking on KD being there in two years because obviously he's not coming back in a year. I don't know. I don't, I don't think that was the case. What do you think happened? I think, well, no, I'm saying I don't think that as soon as he got hurt, I don't think that they were still the same tone necessarily, especially with how they handled it. Um, Because he doesn't seem like the kind of person that will lead you on. I'll say his his body language will tell you how he feels. Man, his body language had been off since November. Right. Like when you really keep it 100, which that's something we, I guess, we kind of skipped over with that that whole situation with Golden State. Same thing with Kyrie. Both of them, you know. Yeah, I just I just thought with with Boston how they handled Kyrie, I just think there's only one team in the NBA where the front office holds all the power. They let you know from the beginning they hold all the power, and they also let you know if you become a liability, they're getting you out of there. And that's Miami with Pat Riley. Yeah, I think Danny Ang's tried to do his best version of of what you call it, Pat Riley, and it just didn't work. And he called himself saying that. Uh, was his face was going to start Gordon was going to start when he probably shouldn't have right um, he went to the old school mentality where it seemed like he stopped trying to like trust in his young players as much and he was trying to lean on the veterans and shut them out when those the young Thundercats was really the reason why they were in that boy dog especially after Kyrie went down season before last see I think I think they're the reason Kyrie wasn't really happy because they're I don't think they're between Jalen Brown Jason Tatum and, and Marcus Smart kind of the same kind of deal. I don't think they're ready to take that next step into, you know, championship mode. Yeah. When Kyrie is, like, in the in the thick of it. You know, he's been there. He's won a ring. He's been in the finals, you know, X amount of times. I agree, but I, I think there's always a way to teach, and there's a way to embarrass. And I, feel, I felt like the way he talked in the media, he was trying to embarrass the young boys. And if I learned yeah. anything from... The, the new generation under me you can't do that. is once you do that, they quit on you. You know what I'm saying? They're not gonna they're not gonna rock with you. And Kyrie, Kyrie's a young boy himself still. Kyrie, but Kyrie is built in that Kobe mode. Yeah, he that's, is. That's some Kobe behavior. It is. It's kind of taken to another level, but it's that's what he would have done. Yeah, yeah, somewhat. I, mm. To a degree, because Kobe will call you soft on the court. He will call you soft, <laughs> but he will also probably play you one on one and show you why you're soft. And it, that does that is a defeating thing, but I, I feel like when you actually like are gonna talk heads and you gonna and you gonna come at somebody like that, show them why. You know, don't just don't just every time talk and not point to yourself. Because Kobe would also take the blame. He's well, he cool. didn't have a choice. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have a choice, which is true. But to a certain degree, with it being Kyrie's team in Boston, he didn't have a choice neither. But he will always kind of point to everybody else. But the whole reason he left Cleveland was because. It wasn't his team. They were old. They were slow. Boston had essentially everything that he needed, including more and more young players being developed. Well, we about to see the same thing happen with Jimmy Butler. That's the reason he left Philly. Oh, man. Oh, great segue, my Yeah, I know. Great, great segue. Jimmy. Mm-hmm. What are you doing, bro? He's a silly man. He tries so hard silly to be man. his own person, bro. So... So Philly, you mm-hmm. love Philly. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I'm Phoenix by default, but after what they did to to um like saying that D'Angelo Russell would have been a bad influence on, on There would young be no Buck. defense. That's the only thing I will say. There wouldn't have been no defense, but <laughs> a I lot mean, of points. You know, hell, you gotta get to the playoffs to play defense. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um 
Jimmy, bro, what are your, what are your thoughts on Philadelphia's moves and Jimmy Butler's move to to turn down five years, 190 million to be his own man on a Pat Riley ran team? Okay, so the way I feel about it is, I love Jimmy Butler as a player. I love you know the seven. I loved him on the 76ers. Um, I thought really they were a shot away from going to the finals, and I think if everything falls the same way it fell, Philly would have beat you know uh, Golden State as well. Um, it's, that's just how it would happen in my eyes. Um, but Jimmy's the kind of player where I've, I kind of made this up in my head to make myself feel better. Um, his ego is what drives him, but he won't say it. You know, Damn. so he ends up in Minnesota. And he blamed the reason of him not wanting to be there on Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins being so soft, which is true. They are soft. But really, as we see in Philly, if there's a if there's another alpha there, he can't handle that. Nah. He needs the spotlight on him. He needs all the posters. There can't be a debate about who the best player on his team he is. He needs all the bobbleheads. So he maneuvered his way to Miami where he's clearly the best player on the team. They got rid of Hassan Whiteside because that probably just wouldn't have worked. Uh, Hassan Whiteside um, would have Nipsey slapped him, bro. I don't. I don't believe that. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe that. I just think his from a from a work standpoint, I don't think it would have worked. Not yeah. necessarily from like them personalities clashing. Um. So he goes to Miami, but you know people are talking. Oh, Pat Riley's is gonna get his guy. You know they're gonna be back in you know the playoffs and contending. And Jimmy Butler will be the best player on that team for the length that he's there which and won't be, be good it. enough and that'll be it because no, he, you can't pair him with anybody else no eh, I man we agree on something so we gonna That's flip back scary. to Philly now now the Philly deals which were re-signing uh, Tobias your boy, Harris your boy I'm your not, homie no my boy got a max extension today in Ben Simmons you watch his you watch his podcast who I'm just saying no, no you don't I'm, I'm sorry okay. don't look at me like that I'm sorry uh, okay I didn't know what you're talking about. Uh, J.J. Reddick's podcast I listen to, which he's going to New Orleans. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you got Josh Richardson back from Miami. You're going to put Tobias Harris at the three, which, I mean, you lose Jimmy, you have to re-sign him. I believe mm-hmm. they – I mean, it came out. They wanted to re-sign both to Max deals. Jimmy just happened to turn it down. You got Tobias Harris at the max. Now you got to slide him over to the three. Well, now you need a power forward, so you go out and get Al Horford. Mm. Al Horford, I will come out and say I've never liked as a player – I, he's a good player. I just don't like him. But he has no knees, and this is a four-year deal worth over $100 million. Now, do I believe this is a bad signing up front? No. I think for the first year or two, this will be a very good move. But when you get to year three and four, when you're paying somebody $25 plus million, and they may or may not be playing for real, yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to hinder you. Nah. So, I mean, do I, I understand that you got to pay to play, and he probably was looking for that longer deal, but... As an organization, you kind of got to look at it like we're strapped down with Embiid. We're about to strap ourselves down with Ben Simmons. That's another $25 million on the table. And we just paid Tobias Harris. If we can't build a bench out in the it's next year, yeah. this isn't going to work. Because the more they get in the playoffs, the less there will get good draft picks. Exactly. And 28th and 29th picks. And, and all of their draft picks, which great. I believe they've, they've drafted good players at their positions, but they've always been hurt. Yeah. They always get hurt. Yeah. So and they traded one of those hurt guys. So quick question, quick answer. Who had the best move? Uh Brooklyn. Who had the worst moves? Phoenix. Yeah. No, I'm gonna say I'm a, well, I 
I want to say Phoenix, but I really want to say New York. But they were just a victim of the circumstance. The Knicks. I don't. I can't say they. It was bad moves that players didn't choose to go there. Yeah, I would say Dallas. Dallas and Indiana both equally had great moves. I think they had the best moves. I, I think. And I think the the worst moves by default is the Knicks because it can't keep coming out that the owner keeps saying this like. The owner said this. The owner said that. The owner said he wasn't going to give uh, Durant the, the full extent. Well, yeah, that was the dumbest move. The other the other 300 NBA teams were, bro. You were just the only one that really worried about that. But yet, it's you paid you. Amari Stoudemire. And you overpaid Island Houston. Well, anyways, um, this is something quick to get on. And we'll have to get more research on it. The NBA is thinking of shortening the season. And they want to have a mid-season cup, bro. Uh, yeah, that's that's you know you got to put the facts up there. That was you know what I'm saying, but they they're thinking about that. They want to have a midseason, bro, and they want to have like a play-in tournament, I guess, for like like kind of like the baseball when they have the the one single game elimination to get into the wild card or whatever. Thoughts? Would that be something that you would want to see? Like, would you just like would that be like the All Star Weekend where like anywhere it goes, like all three of us want to get up and go to All Star Weekend and do our thing? Would that make you want to go to the tournament if they had like a mid season thing? No, it just seems well, like nothing's going to make money. Jake want to see it. Um, I mean, I go to sports games all the time. It's just yeah, like Jake sits I'm on the floor tripping refs all day, bro. What do you say? <laughs> Jake sits on the floor tripping refs all day. I'm I'm I'll here for it. the shorter season. I don't understand the playing tournament. Because it defeats the regular season. The rumor is it would be like our best play, our best teams playing against the best teams of the world. They would come over here and they would play for a cup. That's been one of the rumors. What we would smash them? Of course. I don't. I don't want to see that. Of that, course. That's just another. That's another way for players to get hurt. No, I'm straight. Bro, I just saw like the under 17 for uh, the under 17 women's USA team, oh, they bro. Smacked them. And all the ladies were like. Five eight they and look up like on one side, and everybody was like five, four, four foot six, bro. It was <laughs> it was terrible, bro. But um, I I think it would be dope, bro. I think it's time to break up some of the monotony, man. I like something something's got to switch up because the All Star Weekend is dope, essentially to see the stars, but whack as far as to watch. Um, I, I would think it would be dope. And some of these foreign players that do come over here three, four, or five years later, we would start to learn their names because they would hype them and talk about them. Um, but that's, that's enough for sports, man. Let's get into some of this art, yeah, big Jake. Jake uh, wake up. This was both of ours, Jake. Juan but, uh, stole like a couple of my bro, topics. Oh, wait. Who had the pictures? I showed you the pictures in the phone. I, I said, know. He sent the pictures. I'm not mad at it. But I had it already then. Well, this is the thing right. people don't people don't know about how we operate. Jake and I send our topics in. Juan doesn't, so we never know what Juan's coming with. No, but Jake knew this. Yo, but sometimes like I'll send in topics, and then Juan will just gather like somehow have your topics, yeah. somehow have mine, somehow Juan will somehow have, a mix have of skis, all of ours. This is he, what he made Durant the go to state. <laughs> the truth, <laughs> the truth hurts. It is Curry's team. <laughs> now, nah, when I was doing the rundown this morning, I'm like, shit, I don't have to find any of these pictures. Juan can have them. Yeah, I got all. The, I had shit. all the pictures. Um, but I, go ahead, Jaco. Well, this is all you. Well, somebody got to shoot the ball. Come on. I, I mean, would this be one. considered art or would it not be considered art? You got I the Cocoa Puff, uh, Travis this Scott collab. All right, so it it's comes food. in an acrylic box, though, so it's art. So it's technically art. You know what I'm saying? You put something that's not art in an acrylic box? Yeah, shoes. Yeah. Shoes art. Yeah. I could have sworn I cropped these pictures. No. I did. These got to be Jake's pictures. No, these are the ones you sent me. 
Nah. <laughs> Juan regrets not taking my topics now. Nah, I cropped these pictures, bro. So the acrylic case is really why they're $50. Yes. Okay, now I understand. I mean, it's still kind of weird, but I understand it. Son of a... Are you going to find, like, a $50 bill in the box or something, too? I didn't crop the pictures. Whatever. The but um, I wish you would find a $50 bill in it. But what do you, like, we keep revisiting collabs, of course. And this is the reason why I always bring them out, because I just like to see, like, at what point is Julian going to rage and just be like, all oh, these collabs are stupid. Like, what do you think about it, man? $20 bow. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to ignore the price point. I'm going to just look at it for what it is. I think if I'm Travis Scott, I think it's cool. Like, it's weird, yeah, but it's cool to be like, yo, I'm I'm on a I'm on a cereal box like that. And dope. the one thing yeah, because that used to be a huge right. thing as for kids. One of his, for making one of, it on a Wheaties box. For one of his parties for Astro World, he did like for his friends and family. It was like a gas station pack. There was like paper towel, like Windex, like just all the home goods, all Cactus Jack branded. Mm. So that's why I wasn't surprised to see it, but it's still like. I don't know why people paid fifty dollars for it. So like, if it's if I'm the one on the stuff, it's cool. But me as a consumer, I'm not buying it. I don't think I've even had Reese's Puffs before. I won't lie, I had it in the cart, bro. I had that, but then I I had the cereal bowl in the cart, and then I thought about it. I'm like, I don't eat cereal. Awkward. So well, I'm um, gonna pour that fifty dollars cereal in with like a forty dollars Fanta. Ooh, you gotta get real nasty. <laughs> Jake, you all that bullshit with the, with the what you call it, You're gonna call me like, yo, I'm worth a hundred dollars. Jake, Jake be out here drinking twenty and thirty dollar pops now, man. Yo, so we he, all he did it at different. the swap. You can't even cap yeah, on that. What's, what's that bleacher report right there? 76ers no. resigned James Ennis. Nothing serious. Um, Nothing serious. Ben, bench player. We need him. So, so about Fuji. So Cause brought his holiday. Uh, Exhibit to Mount Fuji now. So Man. it's taking place. It's from July 18th to 24th, is when it's on display. We taking a trip. Well, he's actually, Cause is coming for the seven day thing, and it's like a camping exhibition with Cause. Yes, you get to camp with Cause, bro. For some reason, it doesn't sound Turn that the base fun. Up. It that? doesn't. He doesn't seem like a fun person. No, I don't think he's going to last in the camp. And if he does, it's going to be like a, a very nice house at the top waiting for him every night. But it's, it's was it an invite, though? What is it? I think it's like a contest or something to sign up. You hear that? Yeah. Huh. So it's a contest to sign up and then a, a select few people win, right? And they get to go camp with him, right? I think so. So, uh... Man, I kind of rock with it, bro. I would, um... The merch from this one's the best, though. Cause they I got mean, the... hey, remember that one time we had an exhibit here, and we could have had merch, and yeah. we could have probably had a holiday awesome. joint here, and all the but new we stuff didn't. they did, like the plushes and small figures they've never done before. The one reason why I love to bring up, like, the cause exhibits and any art exhibit that happens, bro, is just because I just hope and wish that we have something so dope to come to Detroit. And I don't even care if the people that curate it aren't from Michigan. I'm going to ask a question to both of you. At what point does uh, his name being associated with something mean nothing? Never. Never. Why is that? Original fake. He's That's an OG. That's not a thing. But, I mean, he's an OG. And honestly, bro, it's if, he, it's just you if he doesn't, if he doesn't do this, if Mirakami doesn't do this, if Virgil doesn't do this, names that... Other people know that we get to say, not some of the other names that people don't know. If they don't do this, bro, who is? And but who's going to make art cool? It's but the that, same thing as building a brand, though. That's all he's doing is just building I mean, the you, brand You get it. the next wave of people, but for me, the the way he's putting out uh, content and things like that, there's no... 
There's no allure to it. There's no like significance to it, really. But he doesn't put it out here for the most part. He don't even come here other than what Chicago. I just really. mean product. I don't mean like doing. I see what Julian's saying. Like he's basically popping up out of nowhere. Makes a post. Makes a. There's a post where someone's sitting on his couch and you see a few new figures and people start guessing. Two weeks later, he makes a post like, "Okay, I'm doing this exhibit here. It's like here's all the merch. The, like doing the Uniqlo. It's like I'm selling twenty dollars shirts. Like doing you know. It's but like, then it, after it's done, it's like it never happened. It never happened. Yeah. Yeah. It sells out. But, and I he mean, skips to the next collab, though. To me, it's it, to me. I, I wouldn't even categorize him as an artist for real anymore. It's more of a business. I mean, it's got to be both, bro. You got to get paid. I don't think it's both at this point. That's what I'm saying. Well, what do you think it is? It's just a business. I don't, I don't categorize him as an artist for real at this point. Yeah, that art exhibit tells me different. I mean, you can't not. You can't be an artist and just. Yeah, you can't be an artist like and just paint and not get paid, bro. Well, no, if if he didn't, if he wasn't doing. All right, this I put it like this. I ask you this: mm-hmm. If this was Hebrew Bentley, how would you feel? To this frequency, yes, I would say the same thing. Okay. It doesn't matter who it is. It's it's about what he's doing. It's not who you got to do something, man. You just sit around like art, art, and everything like that ain't just. Like honestly, we we get mad at people that do something and they go away for a long amount of time. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta stay relevant in this world because he could go away for a year. That's all he's trying to and do. And then somebody the else fate. somebody else could come along and the next thing but you know. But if he's if he's an OG and he goes away for a year, he comes back still an OG. Yeah, he would. But the point is, bro, if he doesn't do it, somebody else will. And then you'll be complaining about them. But you know what I'm saying? I rock with what dude's doing. Uh let's get into some streetwear. Who does this guy think he is, dude? I can't stand these culture vultures. Mm. Dude, you probably don't even know who created Supreme. Stop saying that to me. Mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, They keep saying that to me. So, Meek Mills, co-owner of Lids. Do you think that's going to help the Lids brand? Um, If they don't lock up early and open late every day at the local Man. spots that we witnessed on a daily basis, maybe. Yeah, on the outside, on the outside, my uh, <laughs> bad. It's, like it's, it's that. more dope for him. I'm not gonna say it's really. I don't know if it helps or hurts Liz. I think it's dope for him. I think it's dope for him, of course. And honestly, they probably needed somebody to buy in. I, just, I think it's good for Lids though too. I hope he's a popular name right now. I hope the brand itself turns around because nobody really goes to the store to buy hats. Anymore. Nobody wears fitteds. Yeah, that too. That's the thing. That too. Nobody wears. Angel fitteds. just rolled his eyes like. Yeah, damn right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nobody, nobody wears fitteds. I just hope the brand turns around because honestly, from just a real standpoint, nobody wants to go into a lids, bro. They, their customer service is trash, and nobody wears fitteds. But at the same time, man, if anybody can do it, Meek and his and his amazing team surrounding them can. So maybe it's a turnaround. Uh, next one, man. Bape and Mont Blank collab. And we just had talked about, you know, Bape maybe doing like a, something dope with some accessories. I really just got these here so you can check them out. I think I've seen them. These are the ones that I cropped. I didn't crop the, the cereal box. But look, I did some. I can't afford a bomb block. So, I mean, it's cool, but I, I will never own any of this stuff. <laughs> you never know, bro. No, I do. You never know. I do. You never We're know. We're talking $1,000 pens. You're I'm, a great you're a great designer, bro. I'm good. Yeah, let's, let's look at I the I think price. the wallet is dope. That's something I would I would cop. Babe just never makes like 
when they make little accessories, they never make them like leather goods. Like we have all yeah, these no. little pouches, like, this like is made of sweatshirt material, like all that. This is like uh, this is like Supreme Louis for the yeah for the no literally. Man. It's like the luxury <laughs> the luxury version of it though. Yeah. So they it is it. right. The prices do start at two thirty five. See, which you know what I'm saying that would be like the pen pouch and then the, the pen course. pouch. The pen pouch two thirty five, bro. I mean, but hey, Does how you come with a pen? How your pen? How your pen ain't <laughs> gonna stay no. wet? You know what I'm saying? I don't write with with hundred dollar pens. And then of course, is the most expensive is uh the dock case, which is a thousand dollars. Does it say how much the wallet is? The bifold. The wallet is three fifty. That's doable. That's not bad, That's bro. Not bad. You can have that wallet, bro. Yeah. I you mean, I'd expect wallet. at least that from from Babe. Their right. hoodie still retail at four hundred dollars. And the last one for streetwear, Big Jayco. Oh, and Antisocial has a new collection coming out. Is it ever shipped out? Like, come Still on, man. stressed. Still stressed about shipping. There is <laughs> one. I couldn't find the picture, but it has like an old UPS truck on it. Still throwing <laughs> subliminals at that. Sure. <laughs> uh, um, who, who is this model, bro? <laughs> That's what they're like. Shit, we make bad clothes. Like they picked her up models. out of the '90s and just yeah. dropped her in. Of course, the old, the the old vintage font. That was dope, man. That's dope. I rock with that. I'll take that one. But um, Maya Rudolph modeling the clothes is not gonna do it for me, bro. <laughs> yeah, she looks uh, like she got offset of Stranger Things. Yeah, it's gonna be a no for me, dog. Minus, of course, the. The original font hoodies and stuff like that. Exactly. that Honestly, everything anti-social social club is a no for me. Yeah. I, don't, I just I never understood it, and it's never like they haven't. I haven't seen anything that was dope to where it's like, oh, I, need I don't that. think either of us have ever worn it. it. Uh, There's no reason. Uh, nope. No, I haven't, bro. I never have. No, none of us have. Uh, uh, sneakers. Listen up, guys. We're sold out of the Jordans. I'm so sorry. No more sizes. What? Oh. Man, man, I always get that. So let's look at these flops, bro. And and what is Adidas doing? What is Adidas doing with Toy Story, bro? Why they do this to Toy Story? It is already bad enough too. Toy Story was was, you know, it became a number one film in the, in the theaters, but it doesn't even have the same nostalgia it used to have, bro. And on top of that, they came out with less epic shoes. Just there we go. But that's not uh, it. Wasn't there a That's Reebok shoe too, like the Instant Pump Fury, where like one was Woody, one was Buzz Lightyear? Ah, I think they're doing that too. That was a weirder shoe. This is like actually a wearable. Oh, it's got Toy Story on the tongue though. That's strange. I don't know. Yeah, of course, that's Woody. But what is, what about that says Woody? I couldn't tell that was Woody until you said it. Yeah, DJ. Yeah. I mean, oh, you just and gotta it says know. it in the back. You just gotta know. I don't. Okay, yeah. this looks like a regular. Yeah, that's what I'm. Now that's the regular joint that uh, sat in our yeah, store yeah. for about two years. Yeah, just added dots for a minute. Of course, I have to text while I'm in the podcast. I don't even know who this is I'm supposed to be. Who is this supposed to be? That's the fork. When did the fork get in the Toy Story? I haven't seen three. So was did it happen in three or yeah, four? No? This is four. four. They should have yeah. just kept it to the first one. Where's the dinosaur? Did they do a dinosaur yeah. one? Exactly, bro. They didn't. No, oh, they, they did man's they like that. Me. But who never disappoints me is undefeated. Who did get a great shoe to put a design on? It is a little less charming because it's all black. No, but it's I cool though. All black shoes. Is that three M? That is that. Don't may, lie to me. I will go back and I you will check because I actually want this shoe. I didn't get the They're one cool. with the white sole, and I want this shoe. Um, they used the 1.0 Ultra Boost, which is the best Ultra Boost. 
Um, I don't understand why Adidas continues to change it. If there's anybody out there from Adidas, stop. Um, so they already came out. They came they, out June 28th. Oh. Yeah, they came out June 28th. What are they selling for? Um, I don't think resale is that high on I kind of want a low-top shoe to just chill in. Yeah, that's a good everyday shoe, bro. Yeah. So, um, I just want to say this question as we go through these pictures. Um, do retired players ever get good shoes from Nike? Because this uh, is the this is the new Kobe that's, that's coming. Oh, yeah. It looks like the... It looks like what it Buzz Lightyear like, shoes look like. It looks like, like the newest Jordan mixed with, like, a high-top Kobe. Man, this looks like they still got some design to do, and that's plastic all over the, it. The last good shoe from a retired uh, player was, like, the Penny 5 that came out. Like, yeah. What are all those things all over the shoe, though? Um, I don't know. I think it's to like he's trying to be Virgil. It's Dude, to hold on to the ground as you get criticized. The Kobe AD line, none of them have really been good. I nah. think one was decent, but it just looked like you know a regular low cut Kobe. It's almost like I'm not. It. I'm not saying that they should have probably stuck to the high top shoe or whatever, or even like the six, seven, and what was that? The six, seven, and eight that all looked alike. Yeah, but. You know, it seemed like they had a trend with Kobe shoes where even though the model would be a little bit off, at the same time... You could, you could see the, the evolution. Yeah, you could see the evolution, but people still bought the shoe. Yeah. I just don't think retired players get uh, great shoes. And then Just bring back some of his old good stuff. A Tinker Sketch Air Force. I made a mistake and put my name next to this. This is yours, actually. Yo, he Jake, tried. Right? Yeah, he I tried. tried it, bro. All right, That's well, what, this, this, is, this is what this he is was talking thievery. about. My bad. I don't have the dates for these, but this is a new uh, Tinker Sketch mm. Air Max 1 coming out. <laughs> It's supposed to be just a design, basically, off his drawing of it. And then there's a white pair, like a white and black pair coming now, out. Now, I do so think that I've concept that is dope, that he's trying to, like, basically recreate the shoe and the vision of his sketch, yeah. putting the stuff on there. The the white and black one looks better, because you can tell what it is a little Exactly. More. The red one just looks like there's crayon all yeah, over it. Yeah, it looks That's like a kid like got it. to it. And watching his abstract, I actually, um, I actually loved looking at his sketches and things yeah. like that. Um, eh. I wouldn't be mad if I saw somebody wearing it. They, I, they would be respecting history. Whatever. Yeah, they're not horrible. And Jake, the Travis Scott sixes. Y'all, so those are supposed to set. Give me that they're glow. They're supposed to drop. That glow, so. Give me that glow. Dude, is the soul glow? Yeah. yeah. He ain't checked the group chat. Soul. I sent the paper. I mean, we'll see. We'll see if we get that Nike Air on the back or we he get the Jordan on the other. I don't all care that, All way. that gibberish from Phil that we was all having to read. Most That's likely. Yeah. <laughs> what do we think of the pocket on the side, though? I don't get Love it, but it's bro. Okay, That's where my weed goes. I know. I was about to say, I want to do that. You I'm not know putting it, anything bro. in that. What? I'm not putting anything. You in wouldn't? No. It's legal. I can't fit nothing in there. Oh, you smoking ounces, ounces, huh? I see you, big dog. I see you, big dog. You got to put it in your sock, huh, dog? I see you. You know, hey, bro, did we notice something? We should clap. I didn't cough once. This is all thanks to it's not coming. smoking backwoods, bro. It's I didn't coming. notice you cough. We ain't smoke no backwoods. All right, Florida man. Oh, damn. It's me out though. That's my favorite part. We are looking at this wonderful Florida man right here as I get to the news. Florida man <laughs> arrested for allegedly breaking into Wendy's and cooking a burger, bro. Before he robbed the joint, uh, did he actually get to cook the? How did he turn yeah. everything on? How does he know how to operate? He worked at a Wendy's. I mean, obviously, Florida man. Has to rob all these restaurants for a reason because he used to work there, bro. He had to. So he went in there. He said, no, that's not how you make a Baconator. Fired up the grill. And the craziest thing is that you got to wait for it to warm up. Right. You is there for like, a long time. Like, you using time. the grill. You're not using the flame broiler like Burger King. So he sat there. Hey, 
It's a lot of time to make one, too. He should have just made himself a meal. Then he went for the safe. The whole safe. That was his problem, bro. <laughs> he went for the whole safe. And I'm pretty sure he was trying to hold the burger, the safe, the burger, grease, all that, the safe drop. And next thing you know, he went to jail, bro. It's like when they try to get the whole ATM machine. Yeah, <laughs> they break down man, like five windows. Like, bro, dog, like, I need to hear people's reasoning behind, like, so, you know, you gotta, like, I just, if I'm the officer that makes the arrest, it's like, what are you thinking, man? I, don't I need know, to know, bro. How much time do we have left, man? Not Too much. Minutes? All right, cool. I, I, uh, I would just say, man, I almost want to like look up one of the Florida men that got some time, and I would just want to like, I just want to go visit. I would like, like, to, what, like I would like to call thinking, him, bro. bro. I would yeah, like sure, to you can, like, if you get the names, you can Google the court hearings and everything. I'm sure. Of course, Jake knows that. Yeah, you would know. Right, yeah, Jake knows that. Knows. He prays on his enemies that way. <laughs> See you still down, fam. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> nice knowing you in high school. How's prison feel? And so here goes my wine ism. I have to read it better than last week. I got to put energy into this, man. Let me get ready. Here we go. Uh, if you don't know where you're going, you'll always be the one to hold up traffic. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. You always got the people in the crew like, man, we should do this. Man, we should do that. Let's do it then. And we all just stand there like, what we doing? What we doing? <laughs> where are we going? I don't know where we going. Where are we going? <laughs> we going to the hookah bar after this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, Julian debating it. He got us stuck in traffic. Yeah, yeah that's a look. You know, you your, know your path. Have a goal and stay in that lane, man. Forget all that just jumping out there and don't know where you're going. You ain't never going to go nowhere. Ain't never going to go. You like that? What the Come on. Hey, 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 I did it. Let him hit me with that outro music, man. I don't really want to talk no more, man. Yeah. No, this is the wrong dance, dog. What are you doing? Huh? It's the wrong dance. Gotta throw into it, bro. There you go.